Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Chartcast episode number 35. I'm here with my epic co-hosts, Johnny Boy and CJCJ, and our very super-duper special guest, Optic Rettles. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Good. Great, even. Good. That's good. Well, good. you actually were um, an ex-teammate of our star topic tonight. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. It, apparently, there is a rumor that Daniel is now set to sign with V1. And that's like a continuation of the rumor that they were interested in signing him. So now it's like mm. double rumor. They, yeah. They've progressed now to it's stage two bigger of the rumor. rumor. <laughs> exactly. It seems pretty locked in, doesn't it? This isn't a... This is less of a rumor. Well, didn't they like already do this? So, like V one, like was it at this stage with Rise when they were like R- rumor Rise is signing? So they've, they've been True. here. They were in familiar V one territory. They might mess it up. They already messed it up with Rise. Oh but, uh, no! Luckily for them, <laughs> I'm gonna say luckily for them. The reason Rise uh, didn't pull through in it, we hear, is that he, he kind of got cold feet about moving to a different continent. Daniel wouldn't have to do that. So obviously, that's not gonna happen. Um, yeah, that would be that's the, the thing. Like they, it, it, I feel like you know, once once these guys hear about, oh, you know, they're starting to talk about a buyout, like that, it's still not set in because you know they might not be able to agree on a number. And I, mm. I, I don't want to like hypothesize numbers, but Reddles, this is a big number <laughs> that it's going to be. <laughs> it's a big number. I mean, there's no, there's no denying that since he signed in January of 2022, that you know Daniel was. I guess the future of space station. So it, it must've taken quite a bit of money. I mean, I don't know specifics, but I had to guess it's probably, I also don't know anything about Europe, but North America, it's probably the biggest buyout that we've seen. I would guesstimate like around 200 K somewhere, but I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> so wait, are, are you even thinking like not even just the buyout though, but I mean, they also got to pay the man too, so they got to like. Oh, re- he's gonna get paid. Uh, yeah, he's, re- he's gonna get paid. his contract and get a get a fat check with that too. Yeah, man. Obviously, I I mean I teamed with him. I know I know what his contract looked like in Space Station, but yeah, he's gonna he's probably gonna have a payday. Good for he's him. Still a kid. I mean, he's living living the dream. It's insane. He could dude. do he could do this for a long time as well. See, like you know, with how many. Like young guns came in at the start of RLCS season X and the next season after. It's like, you know, a lot of people think that's gonna, it's just going to keep happening. Like every year, there's going to be new 15, 16 year olds taking over the league, but I don't think so. I think RLCS season X was like the massive year that happened last year, a little bit more. Then it's going to like go less and less. I think like some players are just going to be able to stay on top and uh, able to keep up. I think Daniel's one of them. Like, I don't think he's ever fallen off. I agree. But that's also because. You know, I feel like the past pros didn't get into the league be, like just because they were mechanically better. But now, like the, mm-hmm. this new wave, all basically got in like with their mechanics just better than all the pros already. So mm-hmm. I feel like they can just stay at the top mechanically because you know the older pros were never really, you know, pushing the boundaries, well, pushing the mechanics. CJ, let's not downplay oh, us first. Some second. of them yeah. were, though. <laughs> Depends how far back we go. Like, Diva was unquestionably the most mechanical player in the world when he won World Championship. Coxer, probably the same thing, season three and two, respectively. But obviously, these days, they're not at the top of the game mechanically. But, you know, it just depends how, how far back you go. I wonder what, like, who's, like, the oldest player, not, like, age oldest, but who's been in RLCS the longest um, and still would be considered top tier mechanically? AJ or Justin? Uh, AJ's a really good shot. Yeah, Justin was he was in RLCS before. 
AJ. JNAPS is JNAPS still there? JNAPS is season three. Uh, JNAPS is, but like, okay, JNAPS is in there longer, but his mechanics aren't as good as like, I mean, yeah. still has yeah. good mechanics, but they're not AJ or Justin. If, if you're talking it's, top it's tier, Agreed, yeah. Hard. yeah, Justin's probably the one. Yeah, is Justin still top tier mechanically? Is he still tier, the very yeah. top tier, you think? Yeah. I do. For like, I think AJ is slightly more. Me- if you're strict on it, then no. But I mean, he's still like he's very close. Top. I think he's close. Yeah, AJ is still absolutely top tier mechanically though. And he's I agree. Season yeah. six. So mm-hmm. well, was, was he what? in season six rival series? I know he was RLCS with. No, like, he was season six. Season six. Uh, oh, you might be right. Actually, season six. He did Rogue. season was- seven was Rogue World Championship top four uh, for AJ. I think. Was AJ on like? FlyQuest or something? He was, he was, yeah, season six, yeah. it was FlyQuest. That's what it was. FlyQuest. Yeah, yeah. Man, that is good for had me. the playoff against NRG, I think, and lost it to make Worlds, I'm pretty sure, in season six. Fly, FlyQuest yeah. was the uh, <laughs> was the team where he had that epic Snickers picture, if anybody remembers oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> you need to pull that yeah, one up. Like I don't remember that's that's all right, Let's like see if production bar. can find it real I quick. Yeah, go ahead, get production on that right now. Um, but Okay, so Daniel... To V1, we talk about Daniel, Daniel to V1. If that's it's rumored to happen, if it does happen, where does for that torment. put V1? For Tor, oh yeah, that's a good thing to bring up for Torment, not for Com, who they previously tried to bench for Rise. Now they're going Torment. Do you guys think it's a playstyle no. thing, or what do you reckon that's about? I think it's probably they were going to keep Torment, but they were going to keep Torment apparently when they were getting Rise. I did, yeah, sorry, I didn't hear that question, but I, I found the uh, I found the picture. <laughs> yeah, pull it up. This is priorities. <laughs> yeah, need to get our priorities in line. Here. Oh wait, hold on. I have to I have to do some weird thing. I have to put it in Discord first, and then I'll be able to get it. <laughs> what is this? Uh, ever, anyone who's shut listening up, to the podcast, you gotta tune in. You Coke Energy. Shut up, season nine PK. Wow, we sucked. Yeah, yeah. He actually had to he had to recreate it. Which is the best part? What do you mean recreate yeah. it? What, what well, are they doing? Okay, here? so sorry. Like the the left one is him on FlyQuest with the Snickers bar because that was their sponsor. Yeah. And then the right is uh, PK with the uh, Coca Cola Energy, which is their sponsor. So they're like, <laughs> yeah, just recreate this real quick. <laughs> and you can see, you can see. I, I mean, that left picture is right when the man got into into the league. Like that's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> He's young. How, how, how many Snickers do you think they sold off this picture alone? Uh, are we talking thousands, millions? Out of like this, this is what, what an incredible advertisement. <laughs> he I really actually, sold it. I, I mean, I feel like he's got, or he has had to have deleted the tweet by now. But I gotta know, like the branding <laughs> message on that one. Oh, I just remember hashtag Snickers too, partner was in it. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he just doesn't want to be there taking that photo. No, he who remembered doesn't. that by the way? I forgot who who remembered this. It was one of you guys. Riz, that's Riz. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, oh, how I, remember the Sn- I mean, you can't, you can't. I mean, AJ has some iconic pictures. The Snickers. Oh no, the I'm Fanta. not saying. How could, yeah, I'm not saying. How did you remember? I'm saying. I'm saying. Good on you for remembering it. So oh it yeah, yeah. Mm. Well played. Yeah, the, the Fanta, which apparently he said on his stream that he never drinks. Um, I can't remember what you guys call it in America. We call it fizzy juice in Scotland. My chat always makes fun of me. You guys call it like soda. soda? <laughs> yeah, fizzy soda. juice. Yeah, because what well, it is juice and it's fizzy, so it's called fizzy juice. Pretty simple. Uh huh. Wait, what does CJ call it? Australia's got. It's called fizzy. Like, really? ah, yes, gets on my side, CJ. Fizzy. We don't call it soda. We don't call it soda. That's weird. 
Yeah, soda Lucky. is ridiculous. You just call it. You just say, "Can I? Can I get some fizzy?" Yeah, like you got any fizzy? Yeah, like, okay. Like, I, I kind of like. I kind of like that. That'll be like Coke, lemonade. Yeah, you know, yeah, like fizzy juice. Like, fizzy juice like, is cringe, but fizzy's cool actually. Yeah, or soft yeah, drink. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I like fizzy juice. <laughs> fizzy or soft we never drink. Say, yeah. We never say fizzy. We say fizzy juice. You guys say pop. Got no, that's pop. like not super that Midwestern. No, yeah, not that's like just V one basically. Like where they're from. That's that's them saying that. So Daniel's gonna have to start saying it. I think. Yeah. If you didn't see the the age, if you're listening to the audio only version, firstly, what are you doing? Because we've got the video version on Spotify now, but uh, make sure you you look back because we've put up the photo of AJ for your for your <laughs> yeah. eyes for your viewing well, do, pleasure. Do you have the Fanta one as well, where he's got the whole two liter Fanta bottle okay. himself? Which he said on a stream. The backstory for that one is he said on a stream he'd never like tried um pop before and that was like the first one and only time he's, that, he's done it and then he's like right never again but it just <laughs> didn't look like that was the case because he had the whole bottle just chugging it um i do believe hey, he's, uh, he's still he's still mechanical to this found it. maybe that's the Excellent. secret great job production the really nice transition there as well like it just pops up and covers yeah. the whole <laughs> <overlay>. <laughs> <laughs> we like, just keep yeah. there. it's literally bigger so, than him Oh. How did I, I really want to know the backstory on that one. How does that happen? It looks like they're in a restaurant. There's uh, a pizza a shop in New Jersey. They don't let you bring your own uh like two liter bottle in there usually and just start chugging it. But that's what he did. Yeah, but it looks sure. at things where someone brought it for him and they're like, I don't some pe- at some pizza shops you can buy like a two liter. Oh, of course, America. I forget. It's America. You guys just, yeah. that's a We're small. Just fat, so like, that's yeah, just yeah, a small yeah. portion. Yeah, that's, 90, that's 99 cents. <laughs> oh, my bad. I totally forgot that's that. Your, that's our medium. That's pretty normal at a pizza shop. Like, they have the communal drinks, like the, the big yeah. ones. So, like, you know, you buy with your pizzas to disperse, distribute. Anyway, how did we get onto this? Well, we, we, because we started we're talking the... about who's still Mechie, and then we're, we're going off <laughs> let's the get, Daniel let's V1. Fly, fly quest. That's how we got here. But no, anyway. So, hold on. I, I had a question about that. So, where does it put V1 if they get Daniel with uh, Beast Mode and Calm? Where does it put them in NA? Well, wh- are they just where, immediately where, where top five? Curr- yeah, where are they currently? Where right now, they're like, what, set between sixth and eighth or something? They're like, uh, they're not in, not yeah, making LAN, but they were, they were right. one of the three teams who could make LAN, I think, going into the last few I days. mean, talent-wise, that's instantly the most talented team in North America. Because Calm is no slouch. But, I mean, it's two of the three. It's the trio everyone calls them in NA because those three just sit in Discord all day and talk to each other. Those two in first killer, so... And you <laughs> put them probably... I mean, they're probably top three right away, and it's them, FaZe, Gen G. G2 somewhere in that mix. I'd probably have them at, like, two. So, right, so they're, well, they're currently they're still number five in points for North America, and they are uh, let's see, twenty five ahead of Dignitas. Dignitas would need to make a very deep run in the Winter Major to overtake them. So they're likely V one will likely stay um, top five in points, number five overall for the whole season. So, yeah, good spot, really good spot for V one to be in already. And, you know, as you said, they've got two of the trio. Does, does Com just become, like, the sizing of North America? Like, he's just he's just oh, like, no. holding a spot yeah. for I the think, rest I of mean, the season? I, I don't obviously know anything, but, yeah, I think you if you're Com, you try to win Worlds, and then you just get your stock really high, and once you inevitably get kicked, you just 
<laughs> no way do they. They don't kick him if they win worlds. They're not going to kick I him mean, if maybe, they win. Like, maybe not. I think they would. I think they probably what? would too. But it's friendships no over anything. There's no way you kick a player after you win. Regardless, That's a terrible idea. Regardless, you win as much as you can, and if Com does get kicked, he'll find a team instantly because he's gross. But I, yeah, I don't know. I'd. It's a tricky situation. Oh yeah, and so. Gamers 8, just sorry to throw another tangent in here, but Gamers 8 is right after Worlds this year. They announced Gamers 8 um, is happening, I think it's two weeks. So there's a week between Worlds um, and Gamers 8 this time. It's after. So teams might stick around for a little bit. Some teams might use that as like the Gamers 8 as like a, you know, training ground, testing ground. But maybe team teams will stick for a bit longer after Worlds this time. Yeah, Com's goal has got to be—he's got to be thinking, "I need to win worlds with this team." That's yeah. the—that is the only way that he stays on this team, I guess, is the way he can look at it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't look at it like that, but I feel like you just got to look guess. like you're not getting carried, and that should be enough because you're probably—you're probably—you're <laughs> probably, you you're probably winning events. Maybe not worlds. No, but yeah. I think you get care. I think if you—if yeah. I'm calm, I'm just demoing and. Like making it for my team. <laughs> that's, what I was think, that's what I was I'm giving the them same the ball. Thing, yeah. the I'm ball giving them the ball, bump. giving them the boost, picking up little pads, demoing, and winning worlds. And then also, if I get isn't, kicked, it, I get isn't it super important to never like make any huge mistakes? Because those things are the, if you make a massive mistake, like a crazy own goal or whiff, then that's so memorable. Like you, 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 you got to think. You know, if Com misses the ball, Daniel and Beast Mode are both like screenshotting that, printing it, and putting mm. it on their wall as motivation. Uh, for later, they're, they're never going to forget it. Like he can't but make mistakes. I don't think he puts himself in that situation. Like as you said, like if he's always first man, just sort of like grabbing some mini pads, like yeah. and just letting the other two play like a two man rotation. He's never going to get caught last man. You know, one v two or something. There's no duo in the game that's on a team right now that's better than Beastmo Daniel. If that happens, I mean that's. You can argue argue with a wall. I do not care. There's no duo that's better than them. So, I mean, you do what you can. You just get grind really, really, really hard for the next four months, five months. Just try and win as much as you can. If you get kicked, you, you get kicked. You can't, you can't do anything about that. But I think he can net. I mean, obviously, it's not all about money. He can net at least a land win with this team. Also, you, <laughs> you brought up a bit ago with, like, Gamers 8, but I didn't think about it, but... Like I might be pocket watching a bit here, but I think Com's getting a free bag at Gamers Eight too. Oh yeah, I mean, there's 100%. The, you got, you got Daniel, by Gamers 8. Yeah, you got Daniel playing yeah, ones, Daniel Beats playing twos, and then yeah. he just gotta hop in for oh, the occasional dude. threes game. <laughs> it's insane. That's the life right there. This could be the best six life. months of his life. Yeah. You know, he could go both ways. He could just be stressed, like, oh, I hope I don't make a mistake. Uh, yeah, or he can just, just think he better have the towels ready, like wiping their hands or head, get the waters, <laughs> just make sure they're all good and they feel comfortable. Because that, that's, that's not to say, to and we're definitely not going to act like Com's any slouch. Com's gross, but oh yeah, what can you but do? we'd be saying this for anyone except for First Killer, because like, the, apart from the trio, like they're gonna make the move regardless. So. It wouldn't have mattered if this was like Vitira. We'd be like, Vitira, just settle down a little bit. All right. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. just let them go to work. They're, they're boys. I'll do their thing. Uh, that's interesting. I wonder what, yeah, I'm very curious what his mental will be calm going into that. Is he, is he going to be super stressed trying to defend his place in the team? Yeah, or is he just going to no be like, shot. nah, this is fun. I'm just playing with two of the best players. Let's see what happens. Like, I think that's, I what, think that's, it, yeah. that's what it's going to be. Knowing calm, I, hope so. I mean, he. Obviously, like you don't want it to happen, but he he knows his spot right now. 
He's going to make the most of it. Smart dude. But so what's your... I... Go on, ahead. CJ. No. We're getting destroyed by, like, cross-the-world ping here. I was going to yeah. say, like, the, the torment thing annoys me. Because Tommy, I feel like, you know, he was he was in because he has the work ethic. You know, we're hearing about, you know, that's it. Tommy, he's always practicing. He's always grinding. He's going to fill in for any team. But now we're just, you know, what's he going to do now? Like, how's this happened? How have we switched over to comp? Is it a... Is it the playstyle thing? They just know the comms going to be able to just be. first man bump. I think it might be a little bit of a playstyle thing because, like Daniel's best results have been playing with, well, actually with Arsenal and Rettles, Funnily enough, like he's not done be- better than that this season on SSG. So yeah, he had a he had players in front of him. You know, he he likes to be at the back and Beesmon as well. Kind of a like defensive player, a very defensive player in my mm. opinion. So if you just chuck Torment Daniel and Beast mode on a team, maybe He's they're just going to be the most passive. Player? I think I think Beast mode is to, yeah, pretty pretty defensive player. He's like quite passive in defense. No, obviously when you know if we're talking attack, you know they're all great at attack, getting multi resets and styling on everybody. But you know defensively, I think Beast mode is def- as a, is a defensive player. He's got a lot of fake challenges. I think any star player, player, almost every single star player, like that's a clear best on their team does play a little patient, but out of them, Beast Mode is by far the most aggressive. That dude is lurking on every single sidewall ever. You just go watch and watch any view on VOD. Oh, that that's, like, that's like for for like looking for redirects or pa- to receive passes, right? Yeah, but I don't know if I can call him defensive. I'm just worried. So I'm, I'm team, thinking if like, the other team's got the ball, mm-hmm. I don't think Beast Mode, Torment, or Daniel want to be the guy who's like, um, I've got 20 boosts. I'm just going to challenge so my teammates have the ball for free. Like, they want to be the guy going to get boost while someone else does that. And then they follow up on whatever happens. Like they want a com, they want like an arsenal, or even a rettles to I think just go on ball chase with twenty boost and could make something happen. There's two things about it. One, and backtrack a little bit. That rise torment beast mode team was not going to be that good. Just or this team that's like the com beast mode Daniel team is miles ahead of that rise torment beast mode team. That move made no sense in anyone's head. Anyone that competed was like, why? Why torment instead of com? It just it didn't make sense. Two, obvious like. Calm is, yeah, we are very like-minded. I obviously we had the stint, the forty-eight hour stint last off season, but <laughs> he is. I mean, we think basically the exact same. He's a very selfless player, and he'll he'll realize that Beast Mode and Daniel are behind him, and just get anyone off the ball to get his his teammates the ball. Yeah, it's gonna work. Goes full rat play style. He's gonna yeah be the perfect third for that team. I think it's gonna work. But wait, hold on. So you just said you don't think. Rise, Torment, Beast Mode is going to be any good at all. What are we talking? So they, they, you don't think they would have made LAN? Like no, I, I think they probably would have been around a five, like a, a four to six, but this team is miles ahead of what that, that V1 team would have been. I just don't... One, I think... And it's like a tough thing to say, obviously, but I do think Torment, you know, was a little... That V1 team was stuck in what they could do, because Torment doesn't do much except you know, fake challenge and boom the ball to his teammates. And not to say that Torment's a bad player, because he's not, but they're very limited in play style of what they can do. Uh, but I just... Calm is is very capable. And I think that anyone who thinks that it's just going to be the Beast Mode Daniel show is super wrong. I think Calm is going gonna, is gonna to prove to you guys a lot. Yeah, I think Calm's very good. I, th- I think when, a, the, when the rumor is happening about Torment, being the one that they're going to stick with when they were getting rise, we talked about that, and 
I definitely was saying that, that confused me because I think comms better, but you know, maybe it was a playstyle thing. Maybe it was like a behind the scenes thing. I don't know. It never ended up happening anyway. But I reckon like short term that that team I'd more more quickly back them short term than this team, the Daniel Beast mode. I it, like if the rise transfer happened, I would be more confident backing them as a top five team NA than I am about Daniel Beast mode. Calm. Not because Daniel Beast mode calm is bad, but like they've got to get it right. One split to get it right, and I don't know. They, you know, they're just not as consistent as someone like Rise, who just makes every line and does really well. So I think they're going to be fine, but I'm not 100 percent confident they're going to just destroy everyone. You see them in like the two v twos and stuff. You know, they're going pre jump pass plays and stuff. Do, do they almost maybe at the start, like you said, go too far the other way, like too aggressive and just you know giving up? Like no defense sort of gameplay. Obviously, Com isn't the notorious third man. <laughs> so, do you think they go like nearly go too far the other way? Like they, like not muck around too much, but almost don't figure it out immediately. I don't think so. I think the way they should play, and I know Com knows it, and I'm sure Fireburner knows it. They, you know, it's pretty hard to get scored on with Daniel on your team. If you, mm. you know, especially when Daniel trusts his teammates. Uh, how do you, you have do Daniel? It, we need to know. Well, I'm joking. Daniel's, <laughs> Daniel's biggest problem is always trusting his teammates. Now he's got one of his best friends and one of the best players in NA Beast Mode on his team. So I don't see that team's just going to be playing super safe Rocket League in my eyes. Like I just see kind of a more aggressive phase clan is kind of what I'm picturing in my head. And I don't. I don't see that team failing. I don't. I don't really find it very possible when you have that much talent. Like we always say that, but this is like, this is a lot of talent. So like, you know, it's, I don't think. Well, talent hasn't always just resulted. Well, these days hasn't just always resulted in like every time you're going to make top four. Because, and I don't think know, it well, will. I mean, they'll get upset. Obviously, everyone gets upset. You know, I'm not T-Bates. I don't think they're going to win every regional and major, whatever he said about that first killer beast mode Daniel team. But. <laughs> no, I, I, think he, I think he said that he wouldn't have to watch because he already know who, knows who's going to win or something like that. I was like, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, they're not just going to win everything. I, I don't think they're going to win everything, but no. do they... First event, do they, do they make top like four straight away or do they I make so. top like, straight instantly they're going to be good? I think so. I think it's... They have... What? I don't know if they're already scrimming, but they have a month, and I mean, I don't know. Daniel played fine on his debut with us. I mean, we made top two in our debut, and that was with me and Arsenal. What's this kid going to do with beast mode? And he's obviously way better now than he is back then. It's. I don't think they're going to have to worry too much about... Because you saw when Atomic got picked up by G2, they got a sixth right away, and Dazzler was calling it the worst roster move or whatever. <laughs> their, yeah, that was... their style of, the style of play that V1 is going to play compared to what G2 does is 10 times safer. And when you're playing a safer style of Rocket League, it's way easier to not get upset. So, You know, the tricky thing fun. is, though, it's going to be double elimination. So it's the, probably the scariest format for a team like this. Or, you know, they're going to have a lot of pressure on them. Everyone's going to expect them to win straight out of the gate. And if they do, you know, if they get lower bracketed early, just randomly in the best of five stage of the tournament, then I don't know. Maybe they panic. Maybe they lose. It's it's. I don't think it's as like cut and dry as you're making it out to be because the teams like BDS, I think they're ultra talented right now and they're having a horrendous year. So like you know, maybe 
honeymoon period plus incredible talent makes it impossible for them to have internal issues because you know honeymoon period for me is just another way of saying oh there hasn't been enough time yet for there to be any baggage between the players and any tension because nothing's happened yeah you haven't had any losses that's what your honeymoon period and because everything is just great vibes but yeah. you know is that are they going to be great vibes are they going to be you know all let's just win this or could they go into like a bad um you know streak of results and in everyone's susceptible to upsets it's not like it's not like we're these guys are superheroes or anything right like there's they could phase could lose a group match like they did against us in regional three and then or obviously it's not groups but someone could get upset and run into them as like a top five seed and you know it's not like they're going to be miles ahead of the competition but i do think that you know it's i i don't find it very likely that they're gonna be bad at the beginning Okay. Yeah, I think they're gonna be. I, I, like, I was, I was, I was trying to, trying to pick them apart. Like, maybe they're too aggressive, but yeah, the, the way that they play those two, ah, uh, I don't know. I, I struggle to think even if they had FK instead of Com. Like, I think it's, it's, I think it's still similar. Like, Com's a great, you know, doing what he needs to do for the team sort of player. Yeah. Like, it, I still, I think it's still pretty close to to the trio anyway. Just having. I think that so, damn yeah. BMO duo in there. So, God, it's hard to see them not just, you know, coming minimum top four every NA regional, and then mm. like they're always going to be a contender for for majors and or the next major, I guess, and and world. So, it's on paper, it's hard to go against them. Yeah. Also, Johnny, you said like they have a lot of pressure uh, now. You know, if they obviously it's still a rumor, but we're talking about it as if it's like a hundred percent thing. But regardless. Um, you said they have a lot of pressure, but like I feel like those guys have always had the pressure on them. So I don't think it like raises the stakes all that much, um, just because those guys have always been uh, like known to be the best. Beast Mode Dan, like right off the bat, like every, everybody thinks you know these guys should be winning like any and everything, no, do, regardless. Do you want to do, do know this? Why I think the difference is so. So Daniel and Beast Mode with. All of the required respect for all of their very talented teammates they've had, they've never been the favorite to win an event, ever. They've never been the team that everybody thinks is going to win. So even if they don't win an event, it's fine because maybe they popped off individually, Daniel and Beast Mode, they could still have an all-star performance. But this will be a time where a lot of people think they're straight up going to dominate and going to win. Maybe that gets in their heads or maybe they're thinking this as well, like, oh, maybe we're supposed to, are we supposed to win this? Are we the favorites? Like it, 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 it's a difference. You know, you ask Rocket League players all the time on LAN, you know, did it matter that you're the underdog? And they're saying, yes, you know, we feel like that helped us. Did being the favorite put pressure on you? Yes. You know, there's so many upsets because of this. So that's, I think, the one difference. I think, the, I think, nah, I think they still have, pr- they, they're going to have the same pressure on them, like from, from everyone, as, as Rizzo said. But the difference is their own expectations. Like, you know, Dan and BMO have always been thinking, oh, imagine when we team together, you know, imagine. You know the trio, and now they have each other. It's like, well, now we should be winning, or we should be at least getting close to winning. Whereas before, I feel like they always had that almost copium, like, well, you know, this isn't the best team I could put together, sort of thing. And now it's sort of getting that way. Now they're they're finally they have a no, duo they have no at least. Now. Yeah, so now I think it's more <laughs> expectations. 
I think it's going to be, regardless, I think Com's going to get scapegoated. I mean, even in their eyes, I think it's going to be like, yeah. well, if we have first killer here, like we win this or like yeah. stuff like that. I, I really oh, do that's think that's so toxic. I, and I, it sucks, dude. But <laughs> it's going to happen. I really it's do think inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable because they're the 2v2 team. Daniel Beast Mode, best 2v2 right. team in North America. Like Daniel's like the chosen one, Beast Mode. Like finally he's got a teammate who's better than him. Um, well, it's, yeah, it comes in a rough decision, uh, decision position. I think they're going to do well, but I wouldn't judge a bad regional one performance. I'm getting like one, ma- uh, what's it called? One guide in chat right now saying I criticized Atomic. <laughs> Number one, I actually didn't. I said that I thought you think he's an upgrade. What I did say though is that the results in their first split with Atomic were worse than their last split with Drees. Uh, go look at the numbers. It's facts. It's not like not an opinion. It's just statistics. But I think they're going to do fine. I think you're going to get top five if they pick up Daniel. Hundred percent. They win their first split with Atomic. No, they were C2. They were like number two. But overall, the results <clears throat> were like marginally worse. NRG were still the number one seed at Winter Major last season for North America before they had a bad result and it never never came back. Well, I, I remember telling my stream, I was view party in the first G2 Atomic uh, day and I saw them lose twice or lose, lose badly in the groups and everyone in the chat is like, oh, this is, this is so bad, so bad. I was like, you got to give them time. It's the same again with this. If Daniel and Beast Mode and Calm lose, on day one, they're in lower bracket. It's not a big deal. You know, the split is what matters. It's like all about qualifying for line. It's not about making a deep run every time. That's how, you, you know, inevitably you do qualify, but I wouldn't write them off if they if they lose in the first event. There's going to be so much pressure. I think the pressure is going to be immense. They might lose, but they will qualify. I don't think anyone will write them off anyway. Like, it's just, it's just that team. You know what I mean? Even if they're playing bad. I... I guess maybe if they start losing a lot, like sort of BDS. I think a lot of us have lost faith in BDS at this point. But It depends how they lose. Imagine they yeah. lose and it's like really shocking. Like just they're in their own heads. Like maybe scrims didn't go too well. They just, they're up against a team who are not respecting them and they're just losing. I don't know. Anyone can lose. I don't know. I, I don't believe in a team being unbeatable in Rocket League, especially these days. So Unbelievably lose. off topic. Yeah. Which is, I feel like, the topic or the the, the title of the show usually the when I'm on it. Style. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> do on. you think this split is make or break for Fury? You think if Fury don't make the major this split, they go home? Oh, I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're being paid. I don't know what their like life situation is relative to their situation in Brazil. Maybe they like massively preferred being in Brazil. Maybe they actually really love it in the U.S. I have no idea. But it's, uh, you know, people would say results-wise, if they don't qualify, they've got to go. Um, but maybe they just um, maybe maybe they're really motivated still. Like if they're motivated and lo- loving life and getting paid, like why would they go back? I don't see why they would leave. But I don't know. I've not not asked them. I feel like that decision is a lot more like personal rather than is rather than it is results-based. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. They're 10th in NA right now. Like, at what point, or if it is already classified as a failure, this move, going from a top, well, what we say if you're aware, like top eight in the world coming into this season, like at least oh, from last season. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Maybe even top five, depending. It's, you see a lot of people like jumped teams above them based on transfers and, uh, you know, speculative results, but they were like, yeah, top four, top five in the world at the end of last season and then they didn't make a change so now they're they not, gonna, the not gonna lie though a lot of the na pros called what's happening 
a lot of that. Yeah, Rails, you also up. said that Gen G were going to be a failure, and they're number one. So like, that's you true. Can't just say, <laughs> I've had some misses. I've had happen. some misses. Like, yeah, you, 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 I, <laughs> you, you know, like, really bold takes. You called everybody <laughs> bad. If you're misses. bad, you're like, look, see, I, I was right, but I don't know. They they were like pretty close at uh, certain times. Just all went wrong at the worst times so far. I think if they make the spring major, they're fine. Everybody will say, look at them. They Agreed. stuck at it. They they kept going even though I think complexity is really good now. Mm-hmm. Maybe Fury does the same thing. Complexity missed four. No, yeah, four lands in a row. Winter, Winter spring, spring, world, world fall. Yeah. Now they're back on land. So yeah, it's a work in progress, you know. Yes, so. yeah. I just it, it, I don't know. <clears throat> it's a big move to go to NA. You know, you get the more prize money. You get to play lower ping ranked. You know, you get the better screams. Um, but uh, you lose a lot as well. Prize yeah. money is, I mean, dude, we saw what Fury were doing on land. Yeah, they got well, way more true. prize money. Yeah, even, miss, even not including gamers, they got way more prize money last season than they're going to get this season. I think it's. I think they're probably getting paid more salary. I mean, I, I have no idea how they're, you know, what their contracts look like, but they should be getting paid significantly more. If uh, I mean, when you look at the pros and cons, expected. right? If you're in South America, they're making every land. I don't care what anyone says. They might miss one. They're making three to four lands. I don't care how good you guys think Secret and everyone else is now. Fury is still making it. And then you have Gamers Eight. You have you know those third party lands. Obviously, there hasn't been a ton, but they're still there, and they're not playing them from North America. I mean, even and people are going to hate this take, but I think they're going to have a maybe not a tough time, but they're not guaranteed a spot in Gamers Eight this year. I mean, if it's four yeah, NA the, guaranteed, if it's four NA guaranteed and it's four qualify, they're not guaranteed top eight in NA for that format. I don't care what anyone says. Yan's a great ones player. They're great twos players, but we the threes format obviously they changed the format like 10 different times and the quals format was different than the tournament format but wasn't quals just threes last season no it wasn't it wasn't no, it, wasn't. it was for like the Open first stage was, and then the second yeah. stage it wasn't yeah so who knows what they're going to do there but i mean there's in at the land if you won every threes game you won the you won the series and i think that could be a problem for them in the qualifier i don't think you know Someone could take him down every threes game and then sneak a twos or ones game off him because you guys know how unpredictable that is. So we'll see. Uh, we'll do see you really think they just roll through Sam this year, though? Really? I don't know if they do. Sam's I don't know if they roll through it, but they're absolutely top two. But I know, no, they're not absolutely top two, though, because like, there was the second place. No, second place this time was a tie break. I have watched like, these South Americans play. I mean, they're scrimming any teams already. They're absolutely top two. But I don't. I'm team never arguing argue with the South American wall. team just made top four at a major. And I think that secret major. team is the other top two. And secret just scraped in with the last regional. They like barely made it. They going into the last regional. There was a three way tie. Like secret weren't clear. I mean, just, just look for a major. Fury isn't getting worse. And I mean, look at season eleven. That it's that team is not going to struggle. They like I said, they might miss a major. Absolutely worst case. But I'm looking at it right now. Fall. Oh, please. Fall, they went through. They won two out of the three. Well, okay. Well, Fall, I mean, Kyle didn't perform anywhere near his end of last season level. So I don't think they're, if they, if Kyle plays the way he did, um, I don't think it's free to just qualify for Fall Major through through South America. Like, this is the tough part is when you're in, when you're in Slam, when you're in OCE, when you're in Mina, there's like two or even one spot. And the, like, you cannot mess up. You cannot make a mistake or you're just in massive trouble. Regional one goes bad. Uh oh. 
were like way off the pace. Mm -hmm. Like that happened to like power this split in OCE. They just lost in the quarterfinals of one regional. Yeah. Now they're like, what do we do? We need like our rivals to lose. And they're probably I not don't... going to lose. So they were just they're in massive trouble. You could just like get on the one like maybe you get a top eight first event, suddenly you're not even favorites to make major anymore. It's it's really hard with only two teams. I also think it's a respect thing. I think a lot of teams in South America respect them way more than the teams in NA, dude. And just look Looking at last season, 21-22, they won two out of three regionals every single split. They're, that team, and they've only gotten better, and you know... With I don't think, well, they weren't better. Do you think they got better with Kyle? Like, you know, lost? this season, they got worse. Well, then they, they picked up loss because they figured, okay, this is worse. We've gotten worse relative to competition. And I would agree. The end of last season, they were way better relative to competition than the start of this season. Yeah, but they also didn't end NA last season, so who knows? I mean, I don't think that these, like, you're saying that the teams in NA don't respect them. It's like, well, we don't know. Maybe they never respected them. because They actually never played NA, like, uh, you know, bubble teams, NA teams who are barely missing LAN. They never played them because they didn't make LAN. But the teams who did make LAN, Furia's record is actually better against those teams that used to beat them than it ever has been. Like, G2, they never beat G2 last season. They've beaten G2 last two times they played. They've never lost a phase ever, Furia. So, like, I don't know. The the teams that are making lands from North America, Fury actually have a pretty good record against them. Uh, it's just like the other teams, the teams that they're supposed to beat with all the pressure and, and you know all of the additional like stress. I think they're just like not getting the job done. My whole they're argument very, they're very was very bad at beating teams that they should beat. Right, and my whole argument was I don't think they miss a single land if they're playing from South America. From North America, they've already missed two, and it's not like they were very close to either of them. I mean, they tied for seventh with us in complexity, and then this split they got what. Uh, let's find out. Eighth, maybe. Eight tied for eighth with us again. Oh, this. Uh, well, yeah. Went to eleven. They lost a game eight five eight overtime in the group stage, though. And if it they won goes, game five, but, yeah, but, but listen, listen. If they won that <laughs> game five, they're seed one in the group. They lost it. They're out. Like this format was but interesting. Ghost gaming, dude. Yeah, what did I say? They're bad at beating the teams you're supposed to beat. But saying like they weren't even close, like they were a goal away from being like just straight into top eight as a number one seed. Like, and then if they simple. lose that, they're tied for tenth or eighth or whatever it was. So it's like, wait, let's see who they played. Obviously, it's all hypothetical. But they play if they get first in their group, they play. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. They get first in the group. They play. Did they have the tiebreaker for G2? Oh, they did. Uh, they, they were going to be number who one. Who did G2 yeah. play? G2 played V1. Who it's like, who knows? Syria could beat V1. They can. Come on. Uh, no, they no, no. They, can. they absolutely can. They absolutely can. And also, the last it's time not like, they, they played V1 last split as well. They lost in game seven there as well. Then V1 won the regional. I don't know. It wasn't insane. actually so that far away. Regardless of the close ones, though, do we think that this lost like the lost pickup this is another classic better on paper it looks better mm. on paper but mm. is it actually a better team like do they know how to play is it like does did, did he did Yan and lost know how to play together you know like does who oh, plays yeah. third man now oh, yeah. it, what's what's card doing i feel like they just they look out of sync you know I what i mean no idea, Which, to be honest i really don't i've never been able to describe that team other than they could not dodge a demo when they first got over here they've gotten a little bit better at it but they still <laughs> struggle a ton with demos let me throw something out there. Furia just opened up an office in Malta next season. Are we <laughs> seeing EU Furia? They just go everywhere. <laughs> They're going over. It's a tour. 
Uh, if they don't like playing teams they're supposed to beat, they should stay away from Europe because there, there's so many other like teams that you're supposed to beat that actually are not free wins somehow. Um, I also but... think, and sorry to cut you off, but no, I good. think there's also, and you always hear, you always see it from Lost, but I think Furia could always be playing the game more. I mean, complexity wasn't amazing, and those guys grinded. Rays Bull had one of the craziest. Um, improvements I've ever seen over like 12 months. Brazebull came here with Shad and AJ Gene was like, he's all right. Like, he's not crazy. I think Shad was pretty, you know, pretty obviously the best on that team in North America that fall split. Brazebull yeah, is insane. I think Brazebull's top mm-hmm. 10 in A. He's ridiculous. Yeah, he's very good. Really good. He, he start, it's really weird timing because he started practicing 1v1 for Gamers 8 and then suddenly he just leveled up as a player in every game mode. He just became insanely good in threes. Which actually to me makes sense because if you watch him play ones, he kind of just plays freestyle 1v1 um, meta. So that's like a very lot of crossover threes. I don't know if back to like Furia though. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what they do spring. I think the, the one thing that's not often talked about though is their motivation. Somebody, I can't remember who interviewed them right at the start of the season to ask about their um, like move to America. And one of the reasons they cited for moving was motivation. And I mean, maybe you could speak to the CJ. What is it like? Could you, could you think of it like, you know, as a player who's dominated OCE, um, could you see why uh, someone who's dominating OCE would want to move to another region, challenge themselves um, to maybe yeah get that grind set back that Rails is talking about? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> All the top OCE teams want to be, you know, everyone, all, all the minor region teams want to want to move to the major regions and they want to, you know, the best part about making land is going over to boot camp and get a scrim against those teams all the time and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know if it's a bit different for SAM teams because they can still play sort of NA ranked. They're, they're, they're sort of it's almost... I, I don't think Jan does that though. He was never an NA ranked guy from Brazil. Right. He doesn't play well, high well, Some of them do. Some of them yeah, do. some of them have like, you know, like a, a limb in sort of the NA ecosystem, mm, yeah. but not obviously not the whole way in. Um, and now where you know they, they get to move over, it, it'd be something that I feel like it it would have been more of a thing when it like the region was less competitive when before the opens like system, you know, like mm. if this was a season six move or season five or something, when there were a lot of you know kind of bad teams, like if you were really a top five, top six team in the world, it'd just be an easy move, you know, and they just they'd infinitely you know they just get better automatically over there. But now we're in a system where it is hard to make lands. Like NA stack, Gen G's gone over there as well. It's it's certainly a lot riskier. Maybe they didn't weigh it up as much because, like, they, even if they were still playing as well as they were doing last season, you could still miss a couple of majors pretty easily. Like you know, it's 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 pretty easy to have a couple of bad events and all of a sudden you know you're you're sixth or seventh in NA. So. I don't know. It's it's tough, and you talk about motivation as well. Like, it, it was winning gamers eight? You know, they talk about how you know they got the bag from that. They were able to you know get some get some apartments, get some flats and stuff like that. Maybe you know they really needed that that big win. They're not making crazy prize money in Sam. Um, maybe maybe they were in a way less motivated going into NA, like thinking, oh, we're just going to roll through the majors now. This is fine. Like we're a top team. We've had a top four at a major or. You know, we've won an international event. 
maybe it went the other way as well. Like they maybe thought it was going to be mm. easier. I, but they did say that the, one of the reasons they moved is for you know, motivated them the idea a new challenge because they like copied yeah. Sam. They invested in Sam. That's like you know checkbox done. Like hard to keep grinding the same way if you're like already the best team in your region. But like they were that close. They made top four at Worlds. They won Gamers Eight. They're that close. They've got top four, uh, no top six, two majors in a row as well before Worlds. Like very close. So they're thinking, how do we, you know, level up and become a like Worlds even more of a Worlds contender than we already are, major region. Like it makes sense. Like in, it's good on theory. paper, but then you see that you know their, their risky, bigger brothers risky, complexity do it and fail. You know, as we said, miss yeah. out on four land events. So. It's, it's a risk. That, it's the yeah. the reward is you get better practice, you get better rank ser- rank server to play on, and you make more money in the well more consistent income. Obviously, if you win gamers eight, then that's the that's the paycheck. But <laughs> if you don't, the, you know the consistent income is salary. So there's a lot of pluses. And if they're I'm saying if they're still motivated, if they are still like you know, nah, this is part of the process. And we came here to improve, so let's improve. Then I could see them staying. But if they're just like, nah, this sucks. The food's awful. The people are weird. Let's go home. <laughs> Like maybe they're uh, maybe they're you know just not yeah. loving life over there. The the initial question was, do they stay if they miss this major? Do they stay in NA? And I think if you if you say that they're here for a challenge, there's no way they leave. I'd be yeah. very willing to bet that they made more money. In, I mean, unless I'm way off on what I thought and what what I thought their seller was in South America what is and what I think it is now. Wow, that was a mouthful. I'd be very willing to bet that they made more money, even discluding Gamers 8 when they were South America, because I'm looking at it right now, ni- or first in South America is 9K, 9K splits, 3K each, uh, and this is this season. Third, fourth in NA is 8,500. So third, fourth is less money than first, and it's not like they're placing third, fourth every regional. I don't think they have a single third, fourth in NA, actually. So it's like... I don't know. I get, I get the whole, wow, we conquered South America, let's go do it in NA. And I get that. But what do they value more? Do they value this grind that they want and, you know, not being the best? Or do they want to, you know, compete at every land and try and be, you know, try and win on the international stage? Because if they stay in NA, they're not going to have many chances to win on the international stage. They'll have maybe two a season as, you know, one of the majors and worlds or two majors or whatnot. But, you know, in South America, I'd, Again, argue with Wall. I think they make every single major. They have four chances a year to do it. You know, you obviously don't have great competition to practice against, but you can fly out a week, two weeks, three weeks early to a major, scrim a ton against any team you want. It's just, what do they value more? Do they value that consistent income that NA probably gives them? Or would they rather, you know, try and win on the biggest stage again? I really Spruce want to get, makes I, a I hope good point as well. Like Furia as a brand, yeah, I know. I know they moved to NA. Like you get more exposure, but in a way, like they they, they were like the Sam powerhouse. You know what I mean? And you almost lose that that element as well. You lose the the home court advantage. They, yeah, all the, you, know, like, like, you know what I mean. I feel like also mm-hmm. like as they were coming to NA, a, peop- a lot of people were like, "Oh no, Furia's coming to NA," but now they're like, "Oh, they're here." Like it, it, you know, yeah. it, like you said, they've they've lost so much now that they've completely lost. Like, I guess like the fear factor. Like nobody's really afraid of them anymore. And like even I guess even Reddles is saying like the teams here don't respect them anymore. But I'm sure that was different. You know, when they first came to NA, I'm sure there was uh, like a lot more respect there. And then eventually, you know, uh, the NA teams had figured them out. And at that point, they were just like, oh well, I guess it's uh, 
Not that scary. Rizzo, before we get on just quickly to, to you know, obviously briefly chat about the major with Reddles, we do also need to quickly touch on another team that has been mm. rumoured to be making a move, and that is your own team that you founded, created, owned. <laughs> there is a rumour going around that... Most esports are expected to bring in Oli to replace Astral ahead of next split. Mm -hmm. That is a current rumor. What are your thoughts on that, Rizzo? <laughs> well, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm doing a lot of thinking. I'm doing a lot of thinking about that. You know, <laughs> actually, when, when, when you bring that up, I do remember that uh, my bosses do watch the show. And if they, I just think if I speak, I may be in big trouble. So, <laughs> well, what do we think then, the rest of, the rest of us here? Moist esports. But it does seem like a fun rumor for you three to discuss. It does. <laughs> <laughs> About so getting rid of Astral, first of all. Like, some people thought, oh no, Joyo's like, he's being Frenchified. Like, they're going to get rid of him next because they've got two French players. Well, Astral's from Belgium, but he speaks French. They're going to get mm -hmm. rid of Joyo for somebody who speaks French, but it looks like he survived the French takeover and they're just going, getting rid of Astral instead. Um, not many people would have seen that, like, coming from, you know, a talent angle no. because if i will astral did at the fall major so yeah, everybody's speculating that the team environment or the team atmosphere is just not working and that they you know, maybe astral wants out or you know they want astral out i'm not sure but i'm glad oli's got a new team because yeah that was a shame seeing oli end up with absolutely no team after playing really well in the first uh major of the season with oxygen i rate it look forward to seeing the play yeah, I think he was pretty hard done. Well, not hard done by Oli, but he, he certainly to to play pretty well at a major, like have some good series, and then mm -hmm. you know instantly gone. You know, not playing a whole split it was pretty rough for that bloke, and it's good to see him back. But obviously, at the at the expense potentially of Astral, um, who you know we're still people are still talking about. You know, top ten player in the world playing performing a major was. If not the best player, probably you have to say was the best player for Moist at the major. Um, then definitely in the, like, the important, the really important series. Yeah, I think he it's was a very... bit rough in the series they lost. He was very bad, but yeah, he was he was very good in the series they won. It's very hard to get rid of a stigma around you, and you know we've seen it with Astral for years. That he's a toxic teammate, locker room cancer, whatever you want to call it, and. To have two French-speaking players not kick the non-French-speaking player for the first time in RLCS history, probably. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of hard not to assume that he's still not the best teammate. Again, I don't watch a ton of Europe. I can't say I've watched a ton of Moist games, but someone that talented to you know, kind of get kicked to the curb two splits after getting second in a major is... Yeah, no. It's a little... Yeah. Yeah, you get it. I don't want to talk on it because I I hate assuming that he's a bad teammate because I have no clue. But that's just my take on it. Where would he go? Do you think if Astral, if this is true, happens? Astral's like, where does he go? Because you know he speaks French, which is does huge. A, does he get a BDS tryout? Does he get a BDS tryout? Because BDS are struggling. <laughs> that's like everyone's first question. Uh, I think it's a very relevant, very good, very good question. But if not BDS. If they're like just going to stick, or I don't know what they're going to do. Nothing's really been, um, you know, mentioned in this off season about them. Not off season, sorry, the transfer window. Where else? Vitality. Sorry, no, no, uh, sorry, not Vitality. Solary. 
Didn't they say that they were getting rid of this move? Is then is it is it moist? Is it moist making a move, or is it Astral trying trying to go to greener pastures? That's what we need. I love how Rizzo's train is hardest poker face when you say that. How about how about we ask (laughs) Twitch chat? Don't smile. I'm just I'm just just reading Twitter. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now. Let's just ask chat because Rizzo's not gonna help us here. Chat. Do we think type one if you think moist got rid of Astral wanted to make a move, or type two if you think Astral might be off to some better places and might have left? Rattles types one. There's a lot of ones here. Moist, Moist saying, see you later. Let's get in only. Interesting. I don't think he gets better than Moist. Moist well, finishing. If you got BDS, a... if BDS gave him a try, that right, would be directly right, better. Right. But that's like the only way yeah, that you agreed. can go at least level with what he already had. That's true. Yeah. People were typing one pretty quick. I hadn't even said what two was. So I think people are pretty trigger happy there. But look, that would be interesting to see. I don't think there's any other massive rumors. I'm pretty sure we touched on Chrome um, parting ways with Space Station. Did we touch on that or was that in the yeah, during? We, we, we did. did do that yeah. last yeah. week. Yeah. Or the week yeah, before, we talked maybe. about We talked about the start of the rumor of Daniel and Chrome. Oh, true. Or, or Chrome was confirmed. Yeah, we didn't say I anything think, official. Uh, I was somewhat in the middle of that, obviously. Obviously, he was gone this split, and I wasn't on SSG this split, but my take on it is Chrome and Arsenal were never going to work. I think they clashed more than any players I've ever seen clash in my entire life, and, you know, it was one or the other. Daniel's gone. They can't kick two-thirds, and, you know, it's it's like that, unfortunately. I think Chrome is... I've said it on Reddit. I think he was... Easily one of the best coaches in Rocket League. He's one of the best minds that I've talked to personally. He taught me a ton of what I know still about the game. I think any top team would, you know, benefit from having him, but I don't it needs to be a mature team. While Arsenal is, and I've forgiven him, and he's still one of my best friends, he's not a mature player. Chrome needs three people that will listen to him and, you know, work really hard on what he has to say. And that wasn't gonna be SSG ever. So Nothing's come out about Chrome's next plans, has it? No, no, nothing surfacing yet, is there? Haven't heard anything. Oh, public, yeah, my camera well, just rumors. Camera just moved. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't even heard anything behind the scenes. So, yeah, when you say mature team, though, Reddles, like let's really come. Like, how many we, mature we teams are in Yeah, we can really just speed run this like topic. That's not going to take long. <laughs> like, G2, maybe? Like, we're going to put them out there? Uh, uh, I think there's a lot of teams where two of the three players would, would benefit. Let me, let me look at Wikipedia. G2, obviously, probably the most mature team in North America. Gen G. Um, Both of those teams have coaches that are working pretty well. V1. Uh, what about, what about it, teams that are what about, what about teams that are not in the... Okay, well, I guess, yeah, you've mentioned some that are not in the major now, so yeah. I think Shopify, Shopify would benefit, but I also think they have a pretty good coach right now, Seb. Um, so I think... Gonna, I think to find who's a bad coach then. No, and obviously, gonna... <laughs> I have no clue what a lot of these coaches do. I do know what Seb does. I'm, I'm pretty close friends with him. I think V1 would benefit a ton if they listen to him. But who knows? Um, I don't know. I think it's again a problem with the scene being so young. I've witnessed it firsthand. Um, but 
I think if given a chance and if given his their full trust into a coach, Chrome is one of the best options you can get. And him being unsigned is criminal. I, I don't think I, I don't know if I'm just like completely out, you know, out of touch here. But I think Chrome should, in my head, have a lot of options. He he Agreed. really should. And I don't, you know, I, I would assume he has a spot for like this split. But also, teams wouldn't be as willing to make a change like that. It's tough to find a team right now. I think you nearly yeah. sit out if I'm Chrome. I think I nearly I sit out this split. Yeah, and just I let agree. the season happen and then just jump on to the next big wave signing or I big think, new team. Yeah. I think that, you know, even with all the problems in esports there are with, you know, money, and I won't get into that, but I think there's probably going to be an org that comes around and, you know, buys into Rocket League next season. And there, you can't get a better coach to start a team than Chrome. So I think he sits out, yeah. watches for the next four months and, and builds his next his project. Because, like, you know, not just him, but he, you basically did it with Space Station. You know, when Space Station entered the arena with you guys coming in for, for the PK pickup, like, and, he, you know, he hopped over there from, from NRG. So I feel like imagine the opportunity to, like, a, a hundred thieves or something coming in next season or, you know, a Cloud9 returning and just being able to start something there rather than potentially locking yourself into a, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to like name a team that could potentially but not be a bad as option. ideal. But yeah, and not as an ideal one. I think he wants to build something. So yeah, well, hundred. Sorry, hundred thieves are broke. I forgot about that. No, they did have a couple of layoffs. <laughs> sorry about oh, the yeah. sorry about the copium everyone. Um, but you know, you never know what will happen next season. So could be exciting. Do we want to finish on the major? I know we're we're pretty yeah. cut for time here. Yeah, let's do it. It was just a short episode today, guys. We're hoping that we can get another episode in before the major. We're trying to sneak one in there, but more information on the Chalk Twitter about that. Everybody follow. Um, we've not talked to Rettles about the uh, the major yet, but okay, look, we, we're, to, to not go through every prediction, Rettles, who are your, who's your team for the major that you think is going to underperform the most? Look at the major teams. Um, inter major underperform. Yeah, who's going to underperform the most? So if you look relative to their seed, I suppose, or maybe not, maybe not seed, but yeah, ex- expected result. Expected. My thing. pick. Uh, liquid or. And it and it is hard to say after winning the last major, but Gen G maybe. And for reference, I think a Gen Gen G underperformance is anything outside of top four. I think a top eight's an underperformance yeah. for them. So not to say they're going to be awful, but I uh, think most people think Liquid is between like semis and quarters as the expected result, right? So you think they're not going to make probably. top eight? I I mean, dude, this format is so cutthroat; it's insane. But they've got f- the freest. Who is, who is this? Liquid? Oh, yeah, I agree. I, the life, though. They, they're just guaranteed. I think that's has, like... Oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. No, I think, they're, guaranteed, I think they're, they're guaranteed first in that group. Hey, they went to seven with... They had to reverse sweep power. So let's not but after that, that after that, they're going to have to beat like an Oxygen or a yeah, Complexity or a Gen G or... Yeah. It's not going to be easy. But wait, do you not think that's like bang on like expected performance to just be like, you know, close series in the quarters where they lose or like they make semis? I, I think if close. they had a better group, then there's possibility for ninth, twelfth. But I mean, if they mm-hmm. don't win group C, that's insane. And that's no slight to uh, secret, but 
That is, wow, that's the easiest group I've seen in a major in a long time. Yeah, that's that, that one, uh, it kind of hurts. because Secret's it, a three seed. Shout out Secret. It kind of hurts to see, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Secret the three seed or the four They're seed? They're the three seed. Liquid's three the five seed, seed I think? Because it goes four, six, nine in group D, so I think group C is three, mm-hmm. five, eleven or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it is it, this group, like, I th- if this was me, if I was Renegades instead of Ground Zero, Gibbs would have found a way to just switch this over and put, <laughs> instead of Game and Gladiators, put, you know, Falcons in this group. Phase like, Clan in it. Yeah, Phase. <laughs> like, he just stuff it up. But for some reason, all of a sudden, like, no, we're just going to go off the seating. We're not going to switch it, which is what happened last winter. If you guys don't remember, because you should, I had the group myself, NRG, Endpoint, and it was going to be APAC, that. right? And, Fury, and, when, right? and then he's gone. You know what? Let's whip, <laughs> let's let's put APAC out because they're sixteen, and put fifteen in Furia. Oh, that's great! <laughs> so then we had basically from the first major, we had the NA one seed, the EU one seed, the OCE one seed, oh, and yeah, the SAM tough. one seed all in the same group. Go and get stuff that ruined our major. Anyway, <laughs> it's good to see that the group of life is here. It's a good opportunity for Ground Zero. But yeah, Liquid have to get number one. I think that they're gee whiz, they're they're probably destined for top four, aren't they? Like, come on. No, they they've got a collision course if they win their group with either Gen G, Complexity, or Oxygen. Okay. And who do we see overperforming? Yeah, oh who's yeah, like- yeah. Overperforming is the other question. So who's who, who's gonna have the biggest overperformance relative to expected result? I think I'll have Oxygen and Complexity for that, and they're in the same group. But I think I see a top four finish for both of them. And maybe even a top two from Oxygen. I think Complexity is going to impress. I think I, they've improved a ton. I'm excited to see them online. I was thinking Complexity. So do, do I smell well. another Rettles Gen G are going to do badly prediction. Is that what I'm reading between the lines here? With Which every time I predict it, they win or get second. So maybe I'm their <laughs> good luck charm. But they have a tough group and nothing is free. And it's basically single elim once you get out of group. So unless you get, or no, even if you get first. So I just don't love this format, to be honest. I think it. It takes one bad best of five. Are they all best seven on land? Out of groups? Uh, I think round one. Uh, yeah, it's all best of five. No, they're not. And one round is best of five yeah. in the playoffs So it well. takes one bad best of best of five out of groups to get knocked out, which is insane to me, but I don't know. Where in terms of the groups, firstly, which is the hardest group to win and which is the best, like, four teams group? Because they're different, yeah? To win is yeah. group D. Yeah. Complexity, yeah, oxygen, gender. I, yeah. I think that's I think it's hardest win. And to then A or B to get out of. Yeah. Basically, the best group of four. You know, like who's got the best fourth team? Yeah, who's got the I best number four say. team? Well, you could say that, but I, I could. You could also say that. You know, I group have no B idea how good e, crew is. To be isn't. honest, I have yeah. zero clue how crew, good crew is. Very crew good, is. but this is a line debut team. So, but they are they are very good though. I can't say I've watched a ton of crew, so I guess I'll go. I don't love I don't love Falcons odds, and I also don't love Dignitas's odds. So I think those two are going to be playing in an O two match in that round three. I think if I want to be placed in one of these groups, I'd rather be placed in two B. But is that because G two phase is scarier to the to you than Carmi Core Vitality, or because yeah. yes, you that's want? Why. You want the okay, you don't want phase G two. And I also think G one is better than Dig or Falcons. That's my take. I don't I don't think Falcons are gonna impress. Again, predictions are impossible. Everyone thinks something different, but 
I think G1 is the best of the rest in Group A and B out of those four. I like that G1 team. I'm very curious to see G1 phase. That's one of my matches I'm most excited about in round one of the group, like the far opening group stage match, because phase starts slow pretty much every major that they've played at. They started slow in fall. They got slapped in the first round. They, I think it was moist. Just yeah, phase did not look themselves. Winter major uh, last season, they lost to V1 pretty handily in their opening match. Spring major last season, they got um, sent to the lower bracket in round two by Falcons. I don't know. They're kind of cold at the start of these events. And I think they, I've got phase winning it, by the way. I think they're going to win. But I think that's like a potential you know, upset right there. If G1 can Agreed. bim bam effectively <laughs> online. Do they win the group um, though? Even if they start slow? You saw what happened one? the last regional. We beat them I still first. think FaZe are going to win. I still think FaZe win the group. And I, think, the event, I think they probably will too. I think I would, I, I don't remember what I put in my predictions video, but I think FaZe is a good shot to win the entire tournament. You saw what happened in you know Regional 3. We beat them in groups, then they went 21-2 after losing to us in matches, in games, which is insane. So it's, you know, you, maybe they, not, they don't start off hot, but I see them beating G2 and I see them beating Crew and then... As long as G1 doesn't go 3-0, I think they'll be fine. There's no way you put that Re- Reynolds, I, wa- I wanted to ask you as well. Um, I was listening to your stream, so <laughs> I kind of already know. But h- how do you feel uh, being a spectator at the Major? Because you said you were going as well. You're going to be in San Diego. I'll be in San Diego, and I'm excited. Um, it's going to obviously hurt a little bit being at the first one I'm not competing at, but... Thankfully, Psionics hooked me up with a watch party, so I'll be I'll be streaming that. That's a shameless ad. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it'll be cool. Hopefully, get to do some cool stuff. Go on the first touch desk. You know, you know, test my test my con the content creator in me. It'll be a good time. Now, like I don't want to I don't want to push you. I don't want to say anything to to scare you. Go ahead. But I will say. It is a lot more fun being there as a as a non player. I just say it. I don't know. I like yeah. it. I, I like it a lot more. I do. Who knows, Rizzo? Maybe, maybe like, soon. Like you're walking around. Maybe we're the, maybe we're the duo soon. You're walking Rizzo. around. You're all loose. You're just like, man. I don't even. I don't even have to play. Like I don't even have to care anymore. You know. You're just kind of doing your thing. I could just go yeah. get lunch right now. I don't have to scrim. I, I love competing, guys. <laughs> Someone's gonna take this as like a retirement speech, but no, I'm 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 excited. I, I like I like creating content. I like. I love competing at events, but at the same time, it's going to be nice to have no stress on me and be able to hang out with the fans and you know, have a free schedule, not be playing ranked the entire time. So it's going to be going to be a good time. It's super fun. I can't remember the last line I wasn't working at, but I, I definitely need to do that at some point. Right. I am going to have to call it for myself. That's Yo, fine. Don't be late. All good right. time to wrap. It's a good time. Okay. Just on your retirement speech there, that's a good little career. It's a good clickbait. Rizzo, well, Riddle's retiring? Question mark. <laughs> I should, should I actually use that. Yeah. <laughs> Riddle's retirement speech. Yeah, Riddle's did have to uh, cut that one short, by the way. Um, but I think it's a, an excellent time to wrap anyway. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. We've, we've already talked enough about the major um, yep. quite with uh, the past two episodes. But also, like I said earlier, we want to do another episode before land. We're still trying to lock in the time. It will most likely be on, on the weekend um, for once. So, yeah, we'll be talking. If we do do that, we'll definitely be talking only about the major. So, follow the Chalk Twitter 
to find out <laughs> yeah, a short link. episode today, but a whole other episode. Double episode. Well, oh, well hold on. Hopefully. Don't get too excited. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying yeah. to get the, you know, get the, calm the chat down. But yeah, yeah. To be fair, like, they're saying it's an hour. Like, come on, that's still a lot. Like, some podcasts go for, like, 40 minutes, guys, all right? You guys are just blessed that we go for two and a half yeah. hours. Yeah, the original podcast used to go for four hours, and now they're only going for one hour. What is this lazy podcast these guys are producing? <laughs> <laughs> we even had Turbo Pulse of playing ranked in episode two. Shall, shall we spoil to them what what we're trying to make happen? This yeah, weekend? yeah, sure. Why not? Let's yeah, talk about let's it. Go. Just right before we. So what we're, yeah, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the three uh, wonderful first touch hosts, uh, Dazru and Roldis and Tbates, on to do a little chalked uh, first touch crossover. Where I don't know if you guys in chat remember last major we as a combined tri- triple brain, um, you know, overpowered intelligence. Uh, just monolith that we are. We combined our <laughs> predictions and we we got it all right. We we predicted Gen G to win. We're gonna verse uh, first touch. They're gonna combine their brains on a little democratic prediction, and we're gonna do the same and see who can be uh who who can get the closest to being right. So it's yeah, essentially three three brains versus three brains. We're gonna we're gonna. I don't. Mm. I mean, I would assume there could be some point system, but I'm too lazy to. To think of how that would work, I'm sure. Well, all you need to know is if Tibet it... gets anything right at all, that's the only prediction you're going to be reminded of. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's three brains versus two brains. You know, at the end of the day, and we think we're going to be able to get the one, get the dub. So, <laughs> looking forward to it. But yeah, I mean, that's all. That's all for Chalkcast today. We do apologize for the short one, but I do think it was an absolute banger of an episode. So, we hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys missed any portion of it. Please check out the audio versions on Spotify, which also Spotify does have the video version uploaded now. So if you are watching these on YouTube, Spotify has less ads. So I would just say go watch it on Spotify. (laughs) Um, Also, Apple Podcasts and YouTube as well. Obviously, I just said that. I couldn't remember. Um, But yeah, uh, I will tweet out the links probably tomorrow morning for uh, those things it'll be on the chatcast twitter which i will put again in chat we appreciate you guys thank you for watching episode 35 shout out to rattles for being here thank you to johnny and cj as well and we'll see you guys next time bye